Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live from Bilt Bar. Having a great time out here. Gordon, I, I took your advice. I had one more. I had one of the Bilt Puffs. I went with the uh, chocolate marshmallow this time. Oh, and? It was very good. Oh, okay. It was very good. And, and like we were talking about no. uh, in the last segment, it tasted like chocolate, which... <laughs> you can't say about uh, all the protein bars out there. But Built Bar, use promo code <laughs> ZONE, get an additional 10% off the already great sale going on site-wide, 15%. So they love ZONE listeners and want to take great care of you. So BuiltBar.com, promo code ZONE. We're going to talk to Dennis Lindsay coming up here momentarily. I made, the, made this joke earlier today, Gordon, but I'm guessing Dennis is going to be in a good mood. I'm, well, I can't understand why he wouldn't be. If you can't be in a good mood right now with the way this team is playing, then you're you're kind of a grump, and I don't think Dennis is a grump. He, he's he's pretty practical about what he sees and what his observations are. At least he has been in the past, but I'm sure he's also going to be concerned about keeping that momentum and keeping that progress going, and not uh, allowing any room for satisfaction at this point in time. Now, Gordon, realizing that we're not that far into this season, the Jazz have played 18 games, but can you remember the last time that the Jazz had the best record in the league when it wasn't, say, you know, three games in or four games in? I was trying to rack my brain about that. I can I cannot remember. So this is this is certainly a big deal. In fact, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, uh, the uh, executive vice president for the Utah Jazz. Uh, he is uh, Dennis Lindsay with us here on The Big Show. Dennis, how are you? I'm terrific, guys. How about yourself? Oh, we are. We're doing great. And we thought, uh, you know, I made this joke a couple times today. We thought uh, you're going to be in a pretty good mood jumping on the show today. Your team's playing great. <laughs> yeah, they've uh, they've come together, and uh, we're pleased with the results thus far. Uh, got a lot of work to do. We're only at the quarter pole, but uh, yeah, we've uh, we've defended well. We got back to previous Jazz level. Um, you know, two, three, four years removed. And uh, the offense, uh, Quinn has designed a really unique offense uh, based upon spacing and shooting and sharing the ball. And, and the guys really believe in the system that Q's developed. You know, what you just said there, Dennis, I think is really important for a team to actually listen to what a coach wants them to do and then actualize it. Uh, and, and, and and that's what I see when I see this team play. Are you seeing the same thing? Yeah, so, you know, again, um, many times necessity is the mother of invention. And, and we had a really good offense after the Jordan Clarkson trade on December 23rd of last year. It's actually from that point on Gordon, the number one offense. And then uh, a few things happened uh, most notably in the, in the bubble. Uh, we decided it was the right thing to do for uh, Boyan to get um, surgery. So to adapt uh, to that loss, uh, we wanted to, uh, continue to attempt three-point shooting, and you had to do it different ways because Boyan's ability just to rise up, uh, sometimes even in a guarded manner, was unique. So, hence uh, the increased pace and early threes. And I think uh, Quinn and uh, Mike Conley have said it a few times. It's almost like you have to give yourself a license to shoot. And so we went into this off season with that in mind, and and. Uh, uh, coach and his assistants have studied hard about what was right for us and uh, came up with a really unique uh, approach to how we're doing things offensively, Gordon, and, and certainly the buy-in. We've always had a very good uh, collective character, if you will, and buy-in. I always say that you know culture and character allow you to be all that you can be and sustain it 
over a period of time like we saw uh, a long time ago with John and Carl and Jerry and the Laytons uh, into San Antonio. So, uh, But certainly compliance, belief, a little bit of success, certainly that offensive success that we had pre-bubble into the bubble, we've been able to carry over thus far. You know, Jake, Jake, Jake. Let me just uh, follow that up with with Dennis because I used to I used to be somewhat cynical about those kinds of comments, not necessarily from you, Dennis, but I really believe that I I have bought into that. I see the value in getting players who aren't just talented, but who are also willing to work and are conscientious about the way they approach basketball, and that is a character issue. And you're exactly right. Yeah. So you know, character can be. Gordon's situational, but we don't think that character in the way you view competition, basketball, uh, cooperation, uh, having a work ethic, all those things that kind of lead into jazz DNA and how we define it. Uh, we don't believe it's abstract by any means. And, and so, yeah, there's guys that uh, have uh, matriculated to our club, some via draft, some uh, waiver wire pickup like Joe Ingles or a free agency pickup from Europe like Royce O'Neal. And uh, they, they've they added a lot to our mix. We're, we're talented. You know, we can shoot the ball and we have some offensive uh, creation ability uh, with some of our players. And, and, and so, um, and, and you guys know how long we've been at this and how hard we work. And, and we try to uh, take an honest, sober look at ourselves, and, you know, mistakes that we've made and try to grow from it. So I think that growth uh, mentality, uh, willingness to learn, willingness to be honest with ourselves, guys, has led us to this point. And, you know, credit to Mike Elliott and health the part uh health performance to keep us healthy and Quinn to come up uh with a philosophy of continuous improvement. Like Jordan Clarkson guys, you know, he's people are mentioning six man of the year, but if you really were to look at it from a per minute statistic, I think we have uh four players that are playing all star level caliber basketball and, and, and good for us and and so what we promise is we'll just continue to work hard and be humble um, and and honest with ourselves, and hopefully we can make a good account for the season. Jazz Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, Dennis Lindsay, is with us. And, Dennis, you've been very vocal over the years about, um, you know, creating a culture where players want to be and players want to play. Uh, Will you talk about the significance of retaining Jordan Clarkson this offseason, both on the floor and how significant it is that this this is where he wanted to be and this is where he wanted to play when he had a choice to be elsewhere? Yeah, so I would add, you know, obviously – Donovan, Rudy, son, and their extensions, and then Derek Favors wanting to come back. Um, so I think if you um, – many times you got to have conversations with players and agents and conversations that are tough and they don't want to hear. But I, I think it's fairly simple and fundamental. Players want to know the truth as soon as you uh, know it. And, you know, coach is good at having that conversations, and I think we've been – very reputable uh, with their representatives and they want to know that you won't put them in harm's way, that you have a health performance staff that can keep them healthy. Um, They want to know what role uh, they can play and and how they fit going forward. And uh, there's always, as you guys know, uh, a lot of times the economics carries the day, but as stated before, Jordan had multiple options and, and we uh, really just had good, healthy conversations um, uh, during the negotiation period. And it was clear uh, to him that we really wanted him back. And it was clear to us that he really wanted to be back. And and so Jordan's really, it's been a unique story. Uh, you know, the reputation that he had, the uh, how he came in, how he's connected the group how he's improved defensively and moving the ball. So we couldn't be prouder. You know, it goes on the stories about Joe Ingles improving as a European um, player, uh, journeyman, become a top starter with us. George Hills had a career uh, year with us at 
30 plus years old. Mike Conley's having one of his better seasons. So when that story, uh, again, Derek Favors wanting to come back, when that story gets around and they understand, you know, how much our coaching staff uh, cares one and then is adept at getting them better, but in better in the context of how you can, how you can contribute is it's been a neat story. And we're certainly very, very proud of, of Jordan, uh, the player that he's become and, and the person that he is. Dennis, uh, I know you have defended your pa- players in the past when you thought they weren't getting their due, I was curious to know what you thought about what Shaq said to Donovan Mitchell. You probably don't care what Shaq <laughs> thinks, but I wondered what your reaction was when you no, saw that. No, I, look, I, I do. And, you know, that's an award-winning program for a, a lot of different reasons. And you have to give TNT and Charles and Kenny uh, uh, and Shaq uh, credit. Uh, they've uh, – Ernie, of course, uh, they – Look, guys, you're the media, and, and I mean, you, you have to call us out on, via the airwaves or in print. And, you know, I look at critique. Um, I, I, I can't speak for Donovan other than I can say that I was proud of the first-class manner. Uh, and, and Donovan's always been this way, internal critique, external critique, self-critique. He's just a classy dude. So as much as anything, I, I think he handled it uh, with an economy of words in a first-class manner, especially the post-game comments that it wasn't about him. It's, it's, it's about the group and the victory. It's a 1,000% right. But getting back, I can speak to, you know, you're in this business and you're in the public eye, and you, you, that critique comes with it. And the best way I can describe it for me, guys, is, you know, and this can all be true within one article, I would say. You have a deal where there's a piece of an article that's accurate and that you have to self-examine. I'd like to think we read enough and we want to study enough that hopefully we can learn um, from a different perspective. Um, And then you can have... Even in the same article, you know, a piece of the article that is at best an extrapolation or totally wrong. And then you can even have, whether it be on airways or in print, something that's gratuitous or completely false or unprofessional. And just like anything in life, I think it's very important to be able to dissect each and and make a determination, an honest determination on what's what critique is correct and what critique you can you can throw away and pay no mind to but really all you can do is do in my opinion what donovan handled uh you know the media has a role you guys are a median to our fans it's important it's important to get people talking and debating about all-time greats and who's the best team and and so it just comes with the position so um you know you have to grow up and get some thick skin but as much as anything i i think the kid just handled it in a first class way jake are you going to take that criticism from dennis that he's pointing straight at you <laughs> i'm going to get better gordon i'm going to take it uh, i'm going to get better you got somebody was, was that hypocritical in the least jake that gordon would just like call you out he just front-ended critique kid then i was i Hey, I was following along. I was following along with what Dennis was saying, but then it got, you know, because when he was talking about extrapolating and then, you know, sort of uh, in the in an abstract way, and then he said, and then taking cheap shots, and then it started. I started feeling guilty all of a sudden. You know? Yeah, it sounds like he has a guilty conscience, and he needs to he needs to air it uh, publicly here. Jake is what it sounds like to me. I couldn't agree more. Oh, uh, Dennis. I love it. Uh, Dennis Lindsay is with us, uh, kind enough to join us here on the big show. Dennis, Jordan Clarkson uh, last night in his post-game media availability, uh, he was great. But um, it, toward the end, he was talking about the crazy vibe on this team. And then he said that the guys just have energy and synergy were the two words that he used. And my question for you is, how much do you consider locker room chemistry and things like synergy when you're making decisions? I think, um, yeah, you, you do. Um, but frankly, it's really hard, Jake, uh, to do things based upon 
and under this situation, we're going to have great chemistry, and under this situation, we're going to have average chemistry. In this situation, you're going to have bad. It's boy, you you, you know great chemistry when you see it. Um, you can feel it. It's tangible. I do things do think there's things internally uh, that you can do uh, to create chemistry. Uh, I think there's things that you can do to demotivate players um, and incentivize the wrong things. So staying away from those areas are really important because so, you don't want to self-sabotage. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's something that, again, you're, you're falling back on uh, your intel, uh, the character and the behavior history uh, that you, you've built upon a player, uh, how the player can fit. Frankly, a lot of our conversations uh, with recruitment, it's just an old uh, Greg Popovich technique is undersell, over-deliver. You know, tell a player how tough it may be here to get minutes opportunity. As an example, we did that with Trevor Booker, and he just kept coming back saying, I'm in, I'm in. You know, I get it. I've got to compete. And then, again, when you do – undersell and over deliver there's some appreciation and and then I, I think the the people that touch the players uh day to day my my job's more managerial ownership's job you know is to govern but quinn mike elliott uh, anthony zamora our chef those people that are in leadership positions inside their departments that those are really the people that are creating the vibe that uh, uh, Jordan was talking to. And then it's really on the players to police their own locker room, uh, to, you know, get over themselves and think about the group more than they do their own individual statistics and uh, the veterans to lead, um, the young guys uh, to, to follow, uh, and so it's it's a it's a complicated formula, and you get the all the ingredients right, and the meal tastes really good. But boy, you you mess something up, and it can really smell stink and and and, and taste awful, guys. But yeah, I'm I'm proud. You know, we've been consistent with that. Uh, I think for eight years, and this is a little bit of a culmination. And I think our guys are excited about uh, their play metrics around our play. And I think they're, you know, they're really looking at this as something that they can they can do something special. And and so you know, hopefully, they'll again humility, honesty, put the work in front of the result, and be process oriented. If they if they do all those things, it, it can be a neat season. Dennis, I don't think I've ever heard you oversell anything, and I know you don't like to speculate too much, but about that doing something special, do you believe that this team has that in them? And, and I ask that question because it seems to me like they are following, they are counting on building blocks that are very tangible, very real, and they're doing what, 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 what Quinn wants them to do, as we talked about earlier. So with that, with that in mind, do you think they have what it takes to be able to reach that level that you guys have always talked about being the goal? Yeah, so uh, look, we have went from a rebuild and, and uh, Quinn's early years, you know, to being fairly competitive relatively quick to now a consistent uh, playoff participant. And obviously we've re-engineered the team uh, a few times um, these back end of these years and hopes to uh, get to a greater level. Again, uh, there's no dusting off the trophy mantle at the quarter pole, but our metrics are significant. Anytime you move into the top five offensively and defensively and we have excellent defenders. Uh, we have excellent offensive players. We need to do it as a team in a balanced way. I think Quinn spoke to that last night. That's uh, very true. Um, you know, there's uh, certain ways teams can do it. I think that the way we've built it, uh, it fits, you know, Salt Lake City. Uh, it honors uh, the jazz tradition. And then we've modernized uh, some things on the way we play and, 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 and in, in a modern era of, of basketball, of empty post, uh, more pace, more space, 
Um, we've honored shooting. You know, obviously shooting two years ago was a um, a big, important thing, Gordon, and to, to move our group forward to keep up with the better offensive teams. And did we overcorrect last year? Um, uh, maybe. I, I think the internal defensive improvement uh, thus far, just if you hold Derek Favors on a side and just say, have our guys improved individually because we wanted continuity to rule the day, and especially with this truncated season. So, uh, so far, so good. But, you know, things are fragile. Things change quick in the league with injury or poor play. Uh, so, again, I think it's important for us to be process-oriented. But we, we do. We want to compete and, and be great. Uh, that's the stated goal. That's what new ownership expects. Uh, Ryan didn't blink uh, when uh, some some second, third contracts came up, uh, which I greatly appreciate. And and so yeah, we 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 want to do the best possible uh, job we can do this season. So Dennis, I want to pack two questions into one. But okay. the first one has to do with Ryan Smith and, and that transformation and what that's been like and what his leadership style is. And then if you don't mind me getting personal with you, if you were to describe your leadership style and the way you go about your business, how would you describe that? Um, look, I've had great mentors. I really have. And, you know, whether it be parents my I had two great parents that you know unique upbringing in the youth home as you guys know and some some really influential teachers and in particular coaches uh, that ground me um, on a defensive base system sharing the ball um, like to think you know there's you know some faith and some values uh, that I think are important you know, honesty, hard work, integrity, you know, and those things in in Houston and San Antonio were reinforced in every way. And I do, I think you can do it uh, in a values-based high integrity way and win at the high levels. And I think you can sustain it even more. And I, I'm lucky that I've had the Millers uh, uh, for the first eight years and then the transfer from ownership. Ryan is in complete alignment when we talk. We talk about culture. And, uh, you know, look, there's no better uh, way to, you know, prove things than to do what you say and the scholarship fund when ryan sat in front of the team and he talked about the vision that he had for making a difference in our communities and you know scholarships for underprivileged uh youth after every win immediately you know royce o'neill jumps up after his talk and says hey ryan does that include the preseason so so yeah i, I think Ryan uh, is a good man, uh, obviously uh, a brilliant uh, uh, tech uh, phenom and a great people person, uh, unbelievable energy. And, and then we're, we've just been sharing best practices. Uh, he's been humble enough uh, to, to know that this is his first year in the league. And, you know, he sat in a, in a few management meetings and decided to, it's not a lot of fun to problem solve on a daily basis like we have to do in our jobs. And he needed to float at a governor level. So we're still getting to know each other. And, and he's still getting to know our coaches and players. And he's been very impressed, as an example, with Mike Elliott health performance. Uh, Mike's uh, role is crucial. So I, I think – Ryan's gained appreciation uh, of, of the way we've gone about it from a values-based, humble-based decision-making, if you will, um, taking an honest look at where we're at. Um, I'm, I'm soon to send him a quarterly report on, on where we're at, and, and hopefully every ounce of information that we give him is, is rooted in fact. So, uh, so far, so good, and, and, uh, and hopefully you know, we can continue to lead in a values-based way, in a facts-based way moving forward. Dennis, thank you very much for jumping on with us. We really appreciate it. Congratulations on your team's success thus far. Okay. Let's hope we can continue it. Appreciate you guys paying attention to us. Be well and safe.
Back at you. Thank you very much, Dennis. Dennis Lindsay, Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations for the Utah Jazz. His interview today presented by our friends at Cypress Credit Union with the lowest fees and quickest keys. Cypress is the home loan product that is perfect for you. Visit any Cypress branch or cypresscu.com for details. We'll get to drop of the day coming up next. We also want to react to what Dennis had to say. Great conversation right there. We'll get it up. Uh, online for podcast form for you if you only caught part of it. We're live at Built Bar, uh, the world's best-tasting protein bar. It's right up there with any candy bar. Delicious. They have all sorts of flavors. One's going to suit your fancy. Uh, I like the mint brownie with the cookies and cream. That's the one Gordon uh, has a, a, an affinity for. The peanut butter brownie, all delicious. The new Built Puffs are very good. Sampled those today. Um, 16 to 20 grams of protein in these bars is just amazing. Low sugar. Uh, they're good for you. You're not going to feel guilty about it. I love it for a to-go breakfast or, or lunch on the run. Uh, you'll have energy. They're just terrific. Plus, they've got a great deal going on right now for Zone listeners. Uh, get online, BuiltBar.com. They've already got a great sale going on across their site, uh, 15% off anything on the site. But because you're a Zone listener, use promo code ZONE. They're going to take an additional 10% off that sale. So get online, BuiltBar.com, promo code ZONE. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code ZONE. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. People are mentioning six man of the year, but if you really were to look at it from a per minute statistic, I think we have... Uh, four players that are playing all-star level caliber basketball and, and, and good for us. And and so what we promise is we'll just continue to work hard and be humble um, and, and honest with ourselves. And hopefully we can make a good account for the season. It's a big show brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires and save up to $150 on a set of Big O brand tires today. Big thanks to Dennis Lindsay for dropping by the show. His interview was presented by Cypress Credit Union with the lowest fees and quickest keys. Cypress has the home loan product that is perfect for you. Visit any Cypress branch or cypresscu.com for details. Live from Built Bar. And uh, Dennis, you heard him talking there about the high level uh, that some of his guys are playing. And uh, I, I thought Dennis hit on a number of really, um, really insightful things. Uh, Gordo, where do you want to start kind of digesting? Well, let's start with the talent that, uh, that he's assembled on this team. Uh, he did say that he's got four players who are playing all-star caliber basketball. It's interesting that that uh, is the quote that Austin uh, replayed for us there because I wrote that one down as well. I thought that was pretty profound. But point is that this team is not one of these deals where uh, they're a gutty little group who are, you know, are limited talent-wise but are fighting hard. No, they're good. <laughs> they're good, and they are capitalizing on their talents by uh, doing what we talked about with Dennis, namely following good instruction, uh, not just following good instruction from Quinn, but incorporating it into their basketball attitude. Uh, I think that's really interesting. That's a powerful combination. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I, I found it interesting talking about uh, him talking about the culture, not only where he was talking about players wanting to be here, Derek Favors coming back, Jordan Clarkson resigning, Rudy and Donovan and, and you know, building a place where, where players want to come and play basketball, but also having uh, – did you notice that when he was talking about the new owner, Ryan Smith, at the end there, he said they talk all the time about culture. Mm -hmm. And I, I found that interesting that, you know, Dennis said basically it was, it was right when he got hired. It was toward the beginning where he said they want to make Utah, the Jazz, Salt Lake City, the, the place that players want to come play, highlight the strengths of this market. And uh, that's why I wanted to ask him that question about Jordan Clarkson, because I think it is significant 
that Jordan wanted to stay here. He could have gone anywhere else. You heard Dennis say he had another couple offers. I mean, he, you know, he chose to be here. Derek Favors chose to come back, and I'm glad Dennis brought that up uh, because, you know what, every team can't have LeBron James. Right. The Jazz have to figure out a different way to build a championship team. Um, you know, this market, uh, that's you know, kind of where Gail Miller, before she handed the baton to the Smiths, that's where she set the bar uh, a number of different times. And Dennis has to figure out a way to do that without LeBron James. And to do that, he needs to find a way to attract other players to come here and pull in the same direction, kind of merging what you were talking about a minute ago, Gordon, with the with the coaches and, and everybody pulling the right way. You know, you have to build the infrastructure and culture is kind of a buzzword, but infrastructure to make that all possible. And I, I find that kind of fascinating, actually. That's a really good point, Jake, because that is true. I remember talking with Dennis right after he got here, and those were the kinds of things he was saying. And it was almost, I mean, about this being a good place to come play. And it was almost like, oh, really? You know, I mean, I think we'd almost bought into it that, uh, are NBA players, big name, uh, really talented players, going to, out of their own free will, choose to come play here? And that was Dennis's uh, aim. That was his goal, to create that. And I think he's well on his way to doing that. It's, it's like, think about it in terms of the NFL, Green Bay. Have you been to Green Bay? Is that a place that you think that uh, big-time uh, pro football players would want to play? Well, Madison's pretty rad. Well, it, it's cold up there, but it's 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 it's, it's always place, about the weather with you. No, it's a place people guys want to go play. At least some of them, enough of them to be really competitive every year. And I understand that some are drafted and all that, and they're, they're, that's where they're playing. But some want to go play there. Same thing. We talked about Gonzaga basketball. Uh, it, it, you know, they are by far the best team in college hoops this year, and. Uh, you've been to Spokane. You know, it's not exactly – well, I mean, I don't want to run down Spokane, but, I mean, you know, it's not New Is York it City. better it's, or worse than Hooterville? It's not It's not Miami. And uh, I think players are looking around saying, hey, I like the way they're doing things there in Salt Lake City. I like the way that team, that organization is uh, is going about its business. And Jordan Clarkson is a great example. With the way he played last year, I think, I don't know the details. I haven't really investigated that. But it seems as though he's a guy that could have gone somewhere else. And look what he's doing. The, the Jazz kept him, and look at what he's doing this year. Yeah, I think it's important that he wanted to be here. Um, and and not that uh, I, I – Clarkson is different than Favors in a sense that, that Favors was here long enough that it was comfortable and it became home for him and – uh, you know, kind of peeled back the layers that uh, this community is is a really nice place to be and live. And he felt uberly supported here his whole time. You know, you know this. Gordon Favors is an extraordinarily popular player uh, with with jazz fans. Jordan Clarkson was only here for half a year. You know, and not even that, considering he got here what end of December and the pandemic hit in in the beginning of March. And uh, uh, you know, he he kind of got a taste of it and liked it, you know, liked the vibe around the franchise and liked uh, Quinn Snyder and his role and the community and, and made the decision that this was some place that he wanted to be. I think that's extremely significant. And that's why I was excited to ask Dennis about it today, because it, it seems to me that some evidence to his plan working to make this uh, a destination. And I'm with you, uh, Gordon. I, you know, not that I rolled my eyes at it, but I, I kind of thought when I he started talking about it, like, okay, you know, Salt Lake's got a rep. I remember when the Golden State Warriors said hashtag nightlife. You know, right. I was around for the Derek Harper situation and the Roni Cycle situation and you go play in Utah. And it's, you know, I, I get where we live and the reputation of where we live. Not deserve it, in my opinion, but I get it. And so when Dennis was saying that stuff, I was kind of thinking, okay, well, yeah, I mean, you got to say that and, and you even have to try that. But, you know, I'll, I'll be surprised if that's successful. And, you know, well, you never reach your goal, right? I mean, you're always working to get there. But I thought that Jordan Clarkson electing to stay here was significant. And you heard what uh, Rudy Gobert said about the fans the other night when uh, he was asked about that. I think that was last night, actually. And he, he was... He said, yeah, he loves he loves the way the fans uh, treat him here. 
and so there 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 is a, a i think a, a could be a, a bit of a wall between whether the city itself is 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 a, a terrific fun place for young nba athletes to come i mean i don't know about that I, I i'm not one so i can't really speak to that you and i like it here and we live here because we choose to but i i can't speak for a 24 year old multimillionaire who is you know whatever looking for whatever he's looking for but i can speak to the atmosphere that dennis and quinn and others ryan now uh, the the atmosphere they build around a franchise and inside of a franchise, and when that is solid and on solid ground, the other stuff probably is nowhere near as important. You know, uh, I, I I think that you could say that maybe about the San Antonio Spurs for a while. I I, I don't I don't know exactly, but it sure seems to me like you can you can be drawn to a franchise without it necessarily being South Beach, you know? And I think the Jazz have gone a long way in in accomplishing that. Well, I think a big part of it is player experience, too. I mean, yeah, Utah is never going to be South Beach. I personally am of the opinion that if you're looking for nightlife and uh, young people culture and that sort of thing, you can find all of it here. Maybe Salt Lake doesn't have the reputation that that L.A. does, but I I think – you can have a life. You can have a fun, exciting young person life here. I've I've always thought that that was um, yeah, stereotypical. But uh, the Jazz, I think, have poured a lot of resources into the player experience. You know, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna come here. You're gonna be well taken care of. Uh, your, your family is going to be well taken care of. They've got a beautiful practice facility. A great place to work out. Great place to practice. Uh, low cost of living. You know, all these all these things that really matter outside of, well, can I go get a vodka tonic after three <laughs> o'clock in the morning? You know, and, and those are types of things that you can directly control and you can improve and you can make it so that your players are going to have a really, really good experience. And, you know, as well as I do, that they've they've poured a bunch of time and attention into that so that the that players are going to come here and have a really good experience. Yeah, you have to drive to work in the snow every once in a while, but you know, there's a darn campfire in the practice facility. <laughs> Remember the first time you saw that, you couldn't believe it. You know, and, and circling that conversation back around, uh it, it it it's when you hear Joe Ingles talk about the team, he likes his teammates. You're not going to like your teammates if some of them are just absolute jerks, you know. And I hate to tell it to everybody, but there are jerks in the NBA, guys that others don't like being around. And so I think that finding character guys goes beyond just keeping them out of trouble and, and goes beyond just he's a hard worker and he's, he's willing to work hard, he's willing to work on his game. Uh, it's also that people are drawn to them and – this is one thing that I do not think is fake, the the, uh, the 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 vibe that you were talking about earlier is real with this team. I'm not saying that they're all hanging out together, you know, singing uh, songs around the campfire or anything like that. Especially not in our environment today. But the whole thing, for instance, about Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, I I, I think that's pretty well tucked away, right? And you're going to have times where guys do maybe have disagreements about one thing or another, but it seems as though this group likes to be together. And I know you don't have to be best friends to win a championship, but it doesn't, it's not going to hurt you. All right. uh, It is the big show. We'll get to more coming up right around the corner. Don't forget that Valentine's day is right around the corner and flowers, of course, make the perfect gift. Uh, That's where our friends at Jimmy's flowers come in place your order today while the selection is terrific. And uh, you can have those flowers delivered Jimmy's flowers with locations in Ogden, Layton and bountiful. Also Jimmy's flowers.com. That's Jimmy's flowers. More straight ahead live from built bar here on 97.5 and 1280 the zone.
This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thanks for making us part of your day. Uh, we're here at Built Bar, um, the world's greatest tasting protein bar. Absolutely amazing. Uh, you can get three to five, uh, or excuse me, uh, 16 to 20 grams of protein per bar, only three to five net carbs, 110 to 160 cal- calories, low sugar, tastes delicious. You've got to check it out. Plus, uh, they love Zone listeners. Uh, they're giving you an extra deal. Go to BuiltBar.com. They've already got a great sale going on, 15% off the entire site. Uh, but for Zone listeners, just use the promo code ZONE, and they're going to go ahead and uh, knock an extra 10% off. And check out the new Built Puffs. They're, they're, they're really, really good. Really good. So, Jake, I'm, I'm curious to know, have I, have I scored properly enough to get you to, to bring me some? I don't know, because you did pretty much insult me with the, in the Dennis Lindsay conversation. That was kind of a joke. <laughs> you weren't thinking about the built bar when you made that joke, were you? Yeah, one comment can undo a lifetime <laughs> it, of good. It sure can. <laughs> that is so painfully true. So enjoy your rumbly tummy uh, there. Oh, buddy. come now. Well, you got uh, next hour to, to catch up. To, to see what we can do. You better really start buttering, buttering it up there, Gordon. I, I already called you enormously talented. I, I know, but that was several hours ago. And you come from good stock. Well, that's more something about my parents than me, really. <laughs> and you you always outshined your brother in the growing up years. Well, that's just not very nice to my brother. <laughs> I can't. Okay, let me let me. Uh, you, you, uh, um, you're really smart and you're really handsome. Well, now you're just lying. Well, I, I'm just. What can I do? <laughs> I'll I'll see what I could do, Gordon. I see. I'll see what I can do. I, you're I you're nowhere near uh, the level of what Kyle Whittingham thinks of Jake Scott yet. Jake is extremely cerebral. He's very intelligent. He's a great decision maker. He's got poise, leadership qualities are there he seems to be exceptional in pressure situations you know the bigger the stage and the more pressure the the more he responds you know i don't even know where coach witt lives but he's getting a box of built bars tonight. <laughs> Wait, i think he might have been talking about somebody else but didn't that guy transfer no he jake graduated. are you transferring no he it, what was his last name no he murphy. graduated no it oh, wasn't jake it, right. no it wasn't jake murphy it was the quarterback for washington but they had like four jake quarterbacks on the team at the time <laughs> but it was the the starter the guy who took him to the playoffs as a sophomore what's his last name uh this was originally created in september of 2018 it was yeah. the guy that jake, uh, jake it was Browning? the guy that uh, yes that J- troy taylor coached in high school hmm i thought it was you well yeah I mean, it, it's it your word against mine against me. his take it it was obviously about me but now i'm bugged that we. you know i almost hit but... kyle whittingham once wow, that was, you did? That was with your, like with your car uh, yeah he was crossing <laughs> the street in front of me and i was doesn't going... make it better no i mean i was didn't i mean i it wasn't like no wonder a, he likes jake better it Seriously. wasn't a, a near miss but it was yeah anyway i may okay, have it... overcooked that a little bit it was Jake Browning. And what I want to know is, did you speed up or slow down when you figured out it was Kyle Whittingham? I slowed down. Did you honk at him? No. <laughs> I'm not a honker. Are you a honker? <clears throat> uh, no, I, I very rarely honk my horn. Austin's well, uh, a honker. I guarantee you I used to be. I used to be. But, Gordon, a man can change, and I have changed. <laughs> Austin and I have talked I about this. I only use my horn to warn others of peril. I, I don't. I don't use it in any other way, shape, or fashion. I'll I'll use it for the gentle. Uh, hey, pay attention to the the person stopped at her. How does that mic. sound like, in your opinion? 
What do you mean? How does that sound? The, like the courteous honk, the where you don't want him to think that it's you're real mad. Sh- real short. A couple of real not, short. I'm ones. asking the everyman, not Porsche person. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I just a couple of gentle, you know, real short beep beeps. I mean, just a little like, hey, I, beep, beep. I, I, okay. I ain't mad. easy road runner, road runner. <laughs> you know, just something that says, Mimi. hey, I ain't mad at you, but put down your phone and let's go. Uh huh. So kind of like a, bam bam. Yeah, just a little the, something like that. Although I always wanted a, a, one of those custom horns that, that like every time you hit it, you know, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, or or, so, or like a tune of some sort, you know. Like uh, merry-go-round broke ba, 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 down. Ba, 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 yeah. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> like that. I bought a car once without having tr- tried the horn, and uh, it, 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 man, it blasted. I mean, so I, I didn't use it at all. I didn't know that uh, Ferraris had loud horns. Uh, <laughs> it's more of a slide whistle. <laughs> it, it, was, it, a- it, was, it was a German Ooh. car, not an not a Italian car. Oh, jeez. Well, excuse. So, uh, Porsches. Uh, Porsches have loud horns? It's pronounced Porsche. That one did. That particular one? Mm-hmm. Was it that? I wonder, I wonder what Zach Wilson's uh, Maserati horn is going to sound like. Was it that obnoxious white Porsche you had for a while? No, it was a red one. Oh, even more. Was it the one that said three points on it? Yeah. Uh-huh. The not one for that, vainness. The not one that you wanted to say six chicks. <laughs> the kind of car you drive has nothing to do with vanity. Just yes, look at the vanity plate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was back when vanity plates were cool. It was funny. It was meant to be funny. They're called vanity yeah. plates. Yeah, because it's a personalized plate. <laughs> yeah, because but one, of my, one of my cars had three points and the other one had air ball. All right. <laughs> so it was... See it that's it, it. It it all ties into when you when you drive a car like that. Not only do you want people to know, but you want people to know that it's you. <laughs> no, you don't. That's the point. No. That's no. the point. No, it's not. Did you see? I'd, that? I'd prefer I'd prefer to have illegal shaded windows so nobody could see anything. No, it's it's not about seeing you. It's about knowing it's you. How do they know it's me? My name is not on it. Your license plate says three pointer. Yeah, yeah, but what didn't? How did they know that was me? That could have been, that could have been Rudy Gobert or something. You know. Okay. Like, because you and Rudy drive the same car. I get it. Oh, no, no, because. Funny. No, funny. it was a bad thing. Jake's many times the security guards at the arena think I'm a player. I mean, that even that was a flex right there. Like, yeah, Rudy and I drive the same car. We're in the same league. You you compared it. <laughs> you wanted to know what model Zach Wilson was getting, just so you could tell everybody, like, I almost bought that car. Is it the good no, Maserati I, or I, the I, nice I, Maserati? I, I, no, I thought it was interesting that he was getting that car. And, they, and the agency gave it to him, so. It's it's not like he went out and spent his own money. I wonder if they'll expect anything in return for that because you know. See now, now people, right there, people, when people <laughs> give you stuff, sometimes they want a little something back. Now you're right there. You just flexed on Zach Wilson. You just said he doesn't have enough money to buy that. But that's I not do. what I said. That's but not that's what I what said. You did. I did that's not exactly say that. What you did? Are Austin. you kidding me? Zach Wilson's Austin. about to be a very wealthy man. That's, that's not what I said. I said they, they. I said they gave him the car. He didn't go out and spend money on it. And that they might be expecting something in return. Yeah. What's the matter with that? But if we if we did have you hooked up to a uh, a truth telling machine, uh, whatever they're called, a polygraph, and we asked you, do you have currently a higher net worth than Zach Wilson? You mean right now? Right now, yes. Uh, maybe before you get well, – well, I don't know because I don't know what that agency has given him. But I know one thing. he In along about uh, two or three months, he's going to be a very wealthy man. Hmm. Pretty sure polygraphs have to be yes or no. Well, then he'd actually be able to <laughs> afford the car that you can. <laughs> well, he'll be able to afford like 10 of the cars I, I can. All right, BuiltBar.com, promo code ZONE. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code ZONE. They've got a 15% off sale going uh, across their site. But you uh, add that promo code, you're going to get an additional 10% off. So go to BuiltBar.com. That's BuiltBar.com. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to the great folks here at Built Bar. They really are amazing. Uh, you've got to try these bars for yourself. Uh, go to BuiltBar.com, enter promo code ZONE. You're going to get an additional 10% off the already great sale price. They've got 15% off uh, across their entire site, an additional 10 just by using promo code ZONE. Try the new Built Puffs. They're really good. Uh, but uh, grab the flavors that you like or try a variety box and uh, figure out what flavors work for you. They really are very, very good. The world's best tasting protein bar. The movie zone is coming right up uh, around the corner with Austin Horton and uh, Johnny Lightfoot. Austin, hit us with your poll question on this one because I'm a little bit torn this week. Yeah, we've got a, a new movie coming out starring uh, Denzel Washington, among other great stars. And so we asked people on Twitter to play along. Give us your favorite and least favorite Denzel movies. Now, you'll notice that they're both favorites, just one's higher than the other. Okay, and it's favorite movies, not roles? Uh, you know, we'll accept a role answer, <laughs> but the, the question was specifically movies, yeah. Role. Uh, Gordon, why don't you, you, why don't you uh, take a stab at this one? I don't know. I... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I'm still stumbling over uh, Austin's uh, admission that he they'll they'll accept anything, but that's not the question. <laughs> you answer it. I I really don't have an answer to it. What do you say? Well, I've I've actually given this uh, quite a bit of thought because uh, Denzel mm, he plays a lot of similar characters sometimes. Yeah. But uh-huh. uh, my. But it's easier to come up with my favorite. There's several that I would put in the favorite category. I, I couldn't least favorite, and I'm not sure, because I like most of the movies I've seen him in. I love Remember the Titans, of course. Uh, Johnny uh, relied, reminded me of Crimson Tide, which is, an, uh, which is a great movie if you're a Tom mm-hmm. Clancy fan. So those are like battling it out for my favorites. So, you know, Training Day, he was, he was good. But I don't what know did where you I think. What did you think of his, uh, his, his portrayal in Glory? Oh, glorious, terrific! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a. There's that's another, the first time uh, I ever. Candidate. That's the first time I ever really noticed him, and I I thought that was a powerful performance. I even liked his role in that bad uh, Gulf War movie with Meg Ryan. He was he was good in that. I can't. Uh, what was that what called? Was that you know what I'm talking about? Where uh, Meg Ryan was up for the Congressional Medal of Honor or something for a the combat, um, and he was investigating it, whether or not she was really a hero in the Gulf War. You haven't seen that. What is it, Johnny? Courage under fire. Courage under fire. He was even good in. Uh, he was even good in that. Philadelphia. He was really good in. So I'm. I'm struggling on the least favorite front. What are he's? Austin, he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys. It's easy to 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 think. He's a guy that if I see that he's in a movie, I'm more likely to see it. Austin, what are some of the ideas people have been coming up with for least favorite? Uh, John Q has been a, a popular least favorite suggestion for. Denzel Washington, which I get it, he was, but I still he was love desperate. that movie. He, his character was desperate in that movie and doing. People just think things. it's a little over the top. I think. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Movie Zone coming up next. Austin Horton, Johnny Lightfoot, Gordon. I will talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Yes, you will, whether you like it or not. No, I'll, I'll look forward to it. Hope uh, everybody has a good evening. It's the big show, and want to say a final thanks to our uh, title sponsor, that is Big O. Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. Save up to $150 on a set of Big O brand tires today. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.